Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike and I got my line mate Matt with me. And today we're going to go over the wingers for the Chicago Blackhawks and their evaluations. Matt, let's start it off, man. Okay, well, let's start off with Kaner. Um, he had 56 games played, 15 goals, 51 assists, 66 points, and a lousy minus seven, but he can't do it all. I would give him an A because <clears throat> uh, he got put out in every single situation, and uh, they yep. they expected him to do everything, and, and for the most part, he did. And he made this team better than than what it really should have been, which really should have been the dredges of the NHL. And he uh, made them exciting and, and competitive. So I would definitely, and you know, it's what we've mentioned many times is his uh, defensive play. I thought that he led by example. I thought that he was an excellent leader for the team uh, by playing by example this year, playing offense and defense, creating of offensive opportunities by playing great defense. And uh, I thought that he was, he was phenomenal. I'd give him an A. I'm going to give him an A as well, just because he made Brinkett look like Panarin-like when they <laughs> yeah. when they were uh, ripping it up together. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Brinkett, he's next. Uh, he's at uh, 52 games played, 32 goals, which was awesome. I think he was top 10, and 24 assists, 56 points, and he was a plus three. I'm going to give him an A as well, just for a huge breakout season. Got rid of that. Uh, I think he had that bad sophomore. Uh, what do they call it? The sophomore slump year. But he had a good breakout, and um, glad that he's uh, with Kaner because those two are money. Uh, I agree. I'd give him an A. Uh, he only played fifty-two games because he was in pro- uh, COVID protocol for four, and yeah. I think that he would have played every game. Uh, to be honest with you, um, he, I thought that he played. Um, how do you say balls to the walls every single night? He was hunting after the puck if he wasn't on offense. He was hitting guys. He was scoring. He was trying to set up players. Um, I, I thought that he played a phenomenally great uh, back checking. Uh, I thought he was great on the forecheck as well. And, um, yeah, definitely, man. I, I think that he – I think when he got that big contract, he got that last year, and he was really trying to push and push, and it, it, didn't, uh, it didn't do well for him. And I think he relaxed a bit this year. And it really showed in his play. It's good to see him shooting too. Right. I think he's a he's a scorer. He needs to shoot. Right. Let Kane do the setup. Right. Um 100%. on to the next guy. We are uh, Kubalik. He had uh fifty six games played, uh seventeen goals, twenty one assists, thirty eight points, and he was a minus three. I'm gonna give him a B just because in a full game season, I think 17 goals would probably be close to 30. So, you know what I mean? Like 56 right. games is, I think that he would be close to 30. And he did it without a consistent center. Right. And I think Taser next year, if these two are playing together, I think they'll be, a, we'll have solid one, two lines with four quality guys. Yeah, I agree. I give him a B as well. I thought that he looked noticeable on uh, every night. Uh, taking shots, which is exactly what his job is. Uh, you know, some players, they, they're not scoring, so they look to pass the puck off. Uh, he didn't really pass the puck off, man. He took shots when he needed to. Uh, I definitely think he would have uh, hit the 30-goal thresh, uh, threshold For sure. this year. Um, I think that he's I think he's a legitimate sniper in, in the NHL, and I look, uh, I look 
for more 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 out of him uh, coming forward. Yeah, we got to get him another maybe another passer on his line. Let yeah, Taves be the responsible two way guy. Maybe another setup man would be nice. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. that uh, Taves can can dish the puck. Uh, I'd like to see Taves contribute more offensively uh, while he's at this stage, while he can. And then as he grows yeah. older, I, I'd like to see him. Uh, I'm sure that he will definitely evolve into that shutdown center. Yeah, like a David Boland for sure. Yeah. Um, off to the next guy, uh, Brandon Hagel. He had 52 games played. He had nine goals, 15 assists, 24 points. He was a minus seven. I'm going to give Hagel a B because uh, he kind of was thrown into the fire. Like, hey, here you go, kid. Take it. He showed a lot of speed, a lot, great chemistry with, what was that, uh, Hinnestroza, yeah. the, the, the two speedsters. Uh, I see good things from him, though, in the future, so I'm going to give him a B. I'm going to give him a B plus. Um, <clears throat> I think that he came out of absolutely nowhere, man, and, uh, and, and went above expectations. I think that Hagel showed uh, chemistry with, uh, a, a lot of players, Kurashev, I thought he sh- he showed some chemistry with. He played some time with that uh, with Kaner. Um, he went up up and down the lineup from the t- uh, top line to the to the third line. Uh, you know, up and down. I I think that he is could possibly grow into a difference maker in in the NHL, considering his speed. I think he's uh I think he's what six feet tall, so he's not short on size and not a small a small winger. And uh, I think that he. Whenever he had an opportunity, he 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 definitely made his presence known. So now I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what 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 he's got. I would like to see him be a penalty kill guy, mm. just because he's so fast. Yeah, and I think like you can almost give that guy the puck when he's on the kill, and he could play keep away. I think he's that type of guy. Yeah, like kind of like a Darren Helm of mm. the Red Wings. Um, <laughs> That's a very interesting, uh, a very interesting he, comparison. Yeah, remember that that one shift he had. Uh, Darren Helm had the shift for the greatest shift of his life against the Hawks. I think it was a playoff game. <laughs> he killed the whole penalty pretty much in our zone, just going back and forth behind the net. And I was just like, "Oh my god, this is embarrassing." But <laughs> getting off track. Um, yeah, we'll go to uh, Vinny Hinestroza, who was acquired. I. Th- who did who did we trade for him? Was it uh, Highmore? Uh, no, I believe so. Yeah, Matthew okay. Highmore. So I like has, Highmore, man. I think that he gave a lot of effort. Are we are we going to grade him as well? I I don't have his stats because oh, he okay. was not on the team. Actually, yeah, you know what? It might have been for somebody else. I thought it was a defenseman. Walmark was it? Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, Jan, uh, Jan not Janmark. Uh, Walmark. Yeah, Lucas Walmark. I, I I'd think have to look was, that up. Yeah, we'll have to look it up, but. Uh, Vinny had 17 games played with the Hawks, or actually it could be the whole season. I'm not sure how many games he played with the Panthers. But he had four goals and eight assists, and um, he was a plus two, and he had some really good chemistry, like we said, with uh, Brandon Hagel. Yes. Uh, I'm going to give him a B just because when I remember when we acquired him, I was pretty much making fun of the guy, like, oh, here we go, bringing him back and you know what? The first game he came out flying. He and, did. I mean, he looked good the first six games. He was, I think, he had six points in six games. And I, you know what? I 
I felt like an idiot. I was like, geez, I shouldn't have said anything because he's he's tearing it up right now. And I know he's a free agent. Uh, hopefully we can get him a like, you know, two year deal cheap. I think he would fit in. I think, I think he he's would fast too. Enough. Yeah, we were both wrong. We he got traded yeah. for Brad Morrison. Brad Morrison, wow! I don't even know who Brad Morrison is. No, man. I, I thought maybe that other guy was included with the uh, other Florida trade with uh, Borkstrom, Borkstrom and uh, Conley. Yeah, yeah, possibly. So yeah, I would give uh, Vinny the time that he had. I would give him a, a B, man. I think that Vinny just showed up uh, on a mission and that mission was to make the team and to stay there. And I think yeah, he that wants he did. to play. Yep, he does. Yep. I think that he's got a lot of offensive upside and he, you know, once again, he, he back checked very well, uh, especially his, his chemistry with, with Hagel. I mean, it was very apparent right from the get go that these guys liked playing with each other and could play with each other uh, very well. I would, uh, so I give him a B. I would love to see him back next year to see more, that that chemistry continue with him and Hagel, and uh, and you know maybe throw him on on the penalty kill with him as well. They can yeah uh, speed speed kills yeah it does. Yep. Um. Now we are at uh, Conley, who we got um, in the Florida trade. He had ten games played. I think he had two points. I'm not sure. I I'm gonna give him a C, just because I don't want to give him a D because he didn't play that much. And yeah. It, he was pretty much like a Bickle 2.0 with the Tevu trade. Yeah, we we had to take on that contract to um, to move some guys, uh, and we were kind of doing Florida a favor. But we did get uh, Stillman, which was nice because I think he's going to be a great uh, anchor for our blue line for a couple years. But I'm going to give him a siege. Hopefully, we you know what if we use a buyout, I hope we use it on him, you know, and just get clear of that cap, you know. Um, if we're going to use the buyout, I would really like to use it on Zadarov if we have to. Well, well he's, he's not signed. Right. We that's right. That's right. I yeah. take that back. Yeah. Um, I would give him a, uh, a C as well. Just, yeah. yeah. You know, to be honest with respect. you, I, I want to <laughs> give the guy a, a non-applicable because we just didn't get much to see from him. And yeah. to be honest with you, if we have to grade him from the time that he did play, how many games did he have? Ten. Ten. Yeah. I don't remember a thing. I, I, I don't either. To be yeah. honest, I know he had yeah. a couple of big goals. But uh, maybe a I B minus, C plus B B minus, because he actually contributed when he did play, and I didn't see him make any defensive mishaps. So uh, yeah, I'd give him a B minus, a C plus. Um. Okay, we are at uh, Ryan Carpenter, who I'm a big fan of. Yeah, I am um, too. I think he needs to be resigned, and I hope to God that uh, Francis doesn't take him because he's unprotected. But it's risky from the Kraken. If he does take him, I mean, he's got to he sign him. Why would he take him when he could take Zadarov? Well, that's the rumor, man. That's the rumor I wanted to talk about. I uh, we'll we'll get to Ryan Carpenter's grades and then we'll jump over to your your boy. Oh, but, okay. uh, I just can't stop talking about him. I'm sorry. <laughs> Carpenter had 40 games played. He had four goals, one assist. the The, the numbers do not tell the story for this no, guy. No, they he's, don't. Works his ass off every game. Does the little things, and. That's a guy you want on the fourth line. That's the guy who is gonna keep you, hold you, hold you accountable, keep these young guys in line. And uh, I hope to God we give two years, three years. I think he would be a great fourth liner for us and a penalty killer as well. I do too. Uh, I would give him a B minus because of the, there were no problems with the fourth line this year. I thought that they no. did their jobs of what they're supposed to do, what their purpose is, 
and I thought that they did it well. I thought that he played he played center and he played right wing, I believe, and I thought that yes. he played very well, solid defensively, and um, and he would chip in when he could offensively. Uh, so uh, yeah, he can slot up to the th- to, to the third line. To be honest with you, but yeah, uh, he's young. He's still young. Yeah, we, he is. We, we, I, it I'd it like almost to see seems him. we think of him as a, a veteran, but he he's actually young. He's <laughs> He, he comes across as just a solid, composed guy. Right, he does. He's Very still mature. young. He's still young, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I uh, like him. I got our last winger here, but, you know, he did play center. We'll do our centers next show. But um, okay. Kershev, is, uh, he had 54 games played. Uh, he had eight goals, eight assists, 16 points, and he was a minus nine. Um, beginning of the season, I was really, really high on this guy. He he was winning puck battles. He was going to the boards and like he'd come away with like two guys were on him and he'd sneak out and set up Kaner for a goal or even score himself. And I feel like we got two Kurashevs. We got a really good one in the first half. Like, wow, this guy's got a lot of promise. And then the next like half of the season kind of faded away a little bit. Right. So I'm I'm gonna give him a C plus just because I think uh there's more to him. I agree with you. Uh, I'd give him a C plus as well because I think that he did play well at the beginning of the season. And then as the season went on, he was moved from center to wing to center up and down the lineup. And and yeah. he didn't have a spot to say, hey, Kurashev, this is your goal. This is your responsibility. This is what you're supposed to do. And uh, I think if he had a more solidified role on the team, uh, on a, a spot that he could work on, I think that he would be a better player. I think that he's got great skating ability. Um, he back checks, which is uh, phenomenal, and he uh, has a lot of uh, offensive upside. I think he's got great vision and um, can pass the puck, man. I like the kid. He's young. Uh, I would like to see what more that he has of him, but I have a feeling that the Kraken might take a might take a shot at him because of his um, because of what he's shown. And if he were to give be given a bigger role, I think that he would shine more. So he's not protected? Uh, I don't think that he is. I thought he was exempt because of his... Oh, uh, okay. I hope I hope he's not. Yeah, then he, he has only played one year, right? That was last yeah. year. Yeah, then he should be exempt then. Well, we'll jump over to your boy, Zadorov. <sighs> All right. This is what I've heard, that most likely they are taking him. No way. And, yes, I read two reports today on that, and... That makes that surprises me because he's a UFA or an RFA. I'm sorry. Uh, so I guess he's guaranteed to sign him. Like eventually, when you're an RFA, you got to take a deal or you're gonna sit or right. you get traded. But the guy wants five million dollars a year. If they pay him that, that's I know they're starting from zero, but that's insane, don't you think? For what's out there, you're gonna waste your money on that. I heard reports of five point eight that he wanted five point eight. Jeez, man! I, for what? I mean, they're rumors, obviously, but um, I don't know, man. He has a reputation, um, a, a reputation for being big and hitting guys. I don't see the upside of him defensively. To be honest no. with you, if we had a, a, I don't see why not throwing him onto a fourth line checking role uh, and throw him in at left wing and, and John just Scott, yeah, yeah, and just have him yeah. r- roll around and uh, and hit people, man. To be honest with you, but uh, that that really does surprise me. Uh, that surprises me, and what really surprised me is Gabriel Landeskog being 
left unprotected. Uh, I think that really says a lot from Joe Sackick, to be honest with you. Maybe it's a, a warning call or a, maybe this is part of the negotiation process. But if I was the captain of the team and I've been there for 10 years and I'm, I'm looking to sign a deal and the GM is leaving me exposed to the expansion draft, I would be pretty upset, man. I think it's strategy. Uh, I mean, he's got a young group. Uh, he could protect one more guy knowing that Landis Cog is a free agent. So it's a gamble for Ron Francis to take him. He's not guaranteed to re-sign any of these guys that are UFAs. It's it's tough. It's a gamble. So maybe Sackick's thinking, oh, there's no way. He's going to re-sign with the Avs. He loves it here. We love him, but we're just not there with the numbers yet. So I, I think that could be it. Or, But like you said, it, there were reports of him being upset. And I'm sure he is, but I mean, he might be asking for some some big numbers here, and he's got to see, hey, I Nathan McKinnon's on my team. Uh, Kale McCarr is on my team. These guys are going to get paid soon. I cannot be making money like that. Well, he's probably and, thinking I've been here 10 years, and it's time for true. me to get, to get paid. It's, and, I paid my dues. I get it. But, I mean, I wouldn't pay him more than $7 million a year. Yeah, I wouldn't and, even pay him that. I'd pay him six point five. He's good. He's a fir- he yeah. plays on the first line, but he's got two really, really good guys. Yeah, he does. He got uh, Miko Rantanen, and you got Nathan McKinnon. Well, think you of it. Think gotta- of it this way, man. I mean, this isn't like, you know, if what if he was playing on a on a on a on a different line? You know, everyone's gonna put it, put up big numbers with with Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, and Miko yeah. Rantanen. It's true. Like he's but- he isn't the draw of that first line. No, no, he's not the. He's maybe a good locker room guy, you know, yeah. he'll put up good numbers, but he's not going to put up those numbers with, right. I mean, without those guys, he's plus they got a uh, group hour to resign. They need, you need a goalie. Yeah. You can't, you got to spread the money out a little bit. Now this is what happens. We, we know this well, 2010, we won. It's hard to piece everything back together. At least we won. These teams are losing. Yeah. And figuring it out. It's, that's got to be tough. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, but uh, I was surprised about Carey Price. Yeah, honestly. I was pretty surprised I, about that too. Maybe they asked him, like, "Do you want another opportunity somewhere else?" You know, or I, I don't think they did. I think that they're just so confident that no one's going to take that contract. But yeah, Carey Price is a, a a very elite goaltender. Even if you're paying him a lot of money, you know what you're getting. Like, imagine he, if he played on the Avalanche. Yeah, they'd win a cup. Yeah, yeah that. I mean, not, nothing against Grubauer, but that guy could steal you games, and he's very consistent. But uh, if I'm Francis, I think I'm taking him, man. I think I'm I'm not going to pass that up. It, it, look at the goaltenders. Jonathan Quick, Ben Bishop, Drieger. I'm going to take Drieger yeah. from Florida to be my future, and I'm going to take Price too. for right now. That's what I would do. And I'd pay the money. Who cares? And the Canadians are going to regret that because they're protecting Jake Allen. Yeah. Have they not seen St. Louis games with him? Are yeah. you kidding me? I, That's I, insane. I thought that I read it wrong, to be honest with you. I thought that I read the article wrong when I read about it, that they were protecting Jake Allen over over Carey Price. That's crazy, man. They're just confident that no one wants that deal. But, I mean, he's making $10 million, but he's an elite goalie. Yeah. I mean, that. I don't know. I think I would take Price, man. I, I really do. I, I think he'll sell a bunch of jerseys. Yeah. The fans will get excited. Oh, we got Carey Price. And 
I, I, I think I would start there. I would build my team around Carey Price, and I know I could build a solid defense. And then you got so many good wingers too. They're yeah. gonna have a they're gonna have a fun time Wednesday. <laughs> oh man, it's it's really hard to believe. Who else on the Hawks, man? That is. Uh, oh, they protected Strom. Oh yeah, can I you know, believe I, that? I, no, no, I, I don't get that one. If anything, if you wanted to resign Zadorov, don't you think they should have protected him? That, right. that just means that we're, he's not coming back. They're yeah. they're not they're not even close. So Dylan Strowman, I maybe they want to protect him to trade him. Hopefully that's the reason. But if they're protecting him because they like him, we're gonna suck again. <laughs> maybe he's maybe he's part of the package in a in a uh, possible Seth Jones Seth. package that they're throwing it, it in. You know. It could be because they need centers, be. don't they, in Columbus? They need everything. Yeah, 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 they they need everything. They're struggling. Um, so here I got a tweet from Blake Murray. This guy's cool as hell. He's always texting us. Uh, he th- he wants to talk about the candidates to lose in the expansion. Will Landeskog, which we've just been talking about, will he go to Seattle or stay in Colorado? And you know what? I kind of want to jump to Tarasenko. What do you think yeah. about that? I'm hearing rumors to Boston. Well, no, he's not protected. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, 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 I thought I, well, I was probably, obviously it's the rumor mill. I was hearing that he wanted to go to uh, Boston. Yeah, I, I heard the Islanders. Wow. But then they did not protect him. And he's another guy, like, you see his name out there. You you can't pass that up. You you got to grab that guy. You can, but the, he's had a lot of shoulder problems the past few years. And you know what? Shoulder injuries are a bad thing to have in the game of hockey, man. That's true. And bad knees. Yeah, and but, bad knees. And a bad back. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just saying. Everything's he, all connected. Right. Back, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you don't want bad joints. No. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, uh, I, I don't know. I don't man. know either. I don't know either. I think I think I would take him, though, uh, if. My choice is if I have to pick a guy from the Blues, I'm picking Tarasenko. Man, now do they per the rules? You don't have to take one player from every team. You could take two from uh, the the max is two, right? Two picks from each from from one team if you wanted to. I'm honestly not sure about that. I uh, I thought it was one player per team. Um, I've seen some some teams make a trade i think the hawks did it with vegas i think they took van reamsdyke trevor van reamsdyke and flipped him for a pick i'm not sure i think it was with the hurricanes or something yeah but um i i have a feeling we're gonna see a lot of that too and you know what if they do claim landis gog i don't think he's gonna resign with them quite honestly Mm. there's gonna be a couple of situations like that but they'll flip him they'll flip his rights for a pick and build for the future they go deep who knows yeah that's what she uh, you said, know right? who else that's what she said you know who else i saw huh. that i was surprised uh mark giordano from um the the flames the captain mm. i've also heard they're gonna take him too for oh. the the experience on the blue line he he's good player i've always respected him he was undrafted and he was the the next captain after uh, jerome mcginla mm-hmm. and uh he's tough shoes you know, to fill man yeah, I thought he did well though. I mean, that's yeah. uh, that team. I don't understand them. They're up and down every year. They're they're good. They're bad. They're good. They're bad. Uh, Johnny Goudreau and 
uh, Sean Monahan. They're 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 not winning with these guys, so they might want to you know consider flipping these guys and starting over again because uh, I think Daryl Sutter's going to start his f- full season with these guys, and he's a Stanley Cup champ. Multiple. He's a tough coach. He, he's a he's a tough coach to play for. I heard he's uh, like kind of like a Tortorella. He wants stuff done his way, and I have a feeling a lot of these guys are going to want to deal with that. So we might see these guys moved. Yeah, they said that actually that he communicates. Uh, a lot of the players mentioned that he's a very good communicator with them. Daryl hey, seems like he seems like an awkward dude, but you yeah. know what? He if you listen to some of his interviews, he's pretty smart guy. He's he's a little like hell is he talking about but it it makes sense <laughs> yeah 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 man um i love this uh you know the expansion jeff is such you know it's so much fun to talk about you know yeah. as far as the hawks are concerned who do you think could be taken do you think we're going to end up keeping uh calvin Dion? you know what i after reading that report today it sounded like like a, a guy was an insider for seattle and they were high on Zadorov. Uh, you know what? Yes, I think I. Yes. Yeah, that's what I said. I said thank you very much. Enjoy. I'm I'm happy with keeping Dehan. Yeah. Who doesn't want an experienced blue liner? I mean, yeah. We just got to get him a solid partner, right? For the whole year, don't keep flipping them with guys, right? Get chemistry with these guys. They got to know each other. And I I'm, I hope we I hope we do, but I still have a feeling that. Francis will say, yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm gonna go with Dahan <laughs> last minute and yeah. just put a dagger in us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um the Islanders, they traded uh Andrew Ladd's rights to Arizona. Yeah. And they have nineteen million dollars in cap space now. And they think that the Islanders are gonna try and uh, pick up a, a big ticket free agent. Who who would you think is is a big ticket? Taylor what, Hall, your what, best offensive guy. No, no, I don't think he fits with their their playing style. No. They would need a. You got to dig through a trade. I think. I think that if the the Islanders want to be successful, they're not going to get it at, at the free agent market. I think they have to trade. That's just me. Yeah, I think that they need a. Uh, they might need another. Well, they need more scoring, man. Yeah, Barzell, it's pretty much Barzell and Barzell. Yeah. I mean, these other guys are just, you know, grinders. They chip in, but they get the job a, done. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you, you kind of need a, like a Debrinkat. You know, you need a guy that's going to get you 35 goals, 40 goals just to, you know, get the workload in. And you can get some occasional 20 goal guys and stuff like that. But, I mean, yeah, with Barzell, they're asking too much from him. And, Honestly, he doesn't really have a uh, like a playmaker that's helping him. I was just you know, going to mention that. I was thinking yeah. maybe they need a playmaking center for him. I mean, they have Anders Lee. I know he's going through his injury, but he is like a Thomas Holmstrom. You know, he's like a he's he makes his living in front of that net and he gets dirty goals. He's a great player, right? Um, but you know, he he. I'm not sure when he's coming back. Hopefully, he'll be ready for him. But he kind of had an injury like Kucherov, so he could be out for a while. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we'll be looking into more, you know, more uh, rumors and and trades as they trades. come out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Philly we'll had be... a trade with um, Nashville, didn't they? Uh, Ellis. Oh I yeah. Think, yeah. I, which actually, is, I I'm surprised. About that. 
Yeah, I'm surprised about that one. Nolan Patrick went over there, and yeah. he's. I'm surprised Philly gave up on him. Uh, I know he has some concussion issues, headache issues, and I feel his pain because I get those same headache issues all the time. It sucks. You don't. You don't even want to like open your eyes, and you just want to be in the dark. I get it. But uh, I think they might regret that one. Philly, or uh, I'm sorry, Nashville kind of finds gem through, you know, trades. Right. Some of their guys, uh, not so much Johansson and Duchesne anymore, but um, didn't they have that Fiala from, uh, yeah. he had a good season this year, and that was a good trade for David Pulley and, uh, or David Poyle, I'm sorry, uh, he, I'm surprised that guy's still the GM. He's been their first GM, and he's still there, and. And that's that's respect, man. That's that's a long time to be a GM, and he's pretty. He's been consistent, so I hope he knows what he's doing with these uh, two trades. He, re- he had that Victor Arvidsson and Ellis. Yeah. Those are two key guys. So looks like he's going younger. So I hope it doesn't work out, but because <laughs> uh, they're in our division, obviously, and I don't right. want them to to uh, succeed. But uh, I don't know. I think that was ballsy on him. So hopefully it works out for him, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it will. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, either because they were, I mean, they made it to the playoffs, but they um, they bowed out pretty fast. Soros made, made it to the playoffs. Yeah, Soros made them <laughs> yeah. get it to the yeah. playoffs. Do you do you think that maybe they're just just going for a rebuild? Well, I don't think he's ever going to say that, but you know, it's kind. It seems like it. You're getting rid of these core guys, right? I mean, what do they call it? Reloading, reloading on the fly, rebuilding yeah. on the fly. Now is the cool thing, but yeah. you know, he's, the he's buzz getting work. younger. Yeah, I mean, I maybe he is, but he's not. You never want to go and tell your fans that because you you just know, gosh, oh, it's going to be a long couple years, and right. You know, I mean, I think the last team that actually said they're going for a rebuild was the Rangers. The Red and, Wings? Well, we the Red Wings have been rebuilding since, geez, <laughs> they, um, what, Nicholas Lindstrom retired. Yeah. But but the Rangers said they're rebuilding. The next year they signed the Breadman, and they're competitive. They're yeah. they're good. And that, that, that was the fastest rebuild I've ever seen. And <laughs> I, I wish we could have something like that. Yeah. I consider us in our early stages still too. I hope we don't take a step back, but it could happen very yeah. easily if we don't get what we need this summer. I think the big thing is that we're trending in the right direction, and I think that's what's really important. Offensively, yes, we yeah. are. I'm I'm not mad about. It. I mean, I'd like to see some, you know, maybe a couple key free agents that could fill in some holes. But yeah, defensively, no, we are not even close. Not even close. Well, cool, man. Do you got anything else? No, I uh, can't wait till uh, tomorrow, right? The expansion draft. I'm I'm gonna sit back and. I thought it was Wednesday. Tomorrow, Wednesday, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Tomorrow's My Tuesday. days are off, so I can't wait till two more days. So right, I'm gonna sit back and hope to God I hear uh, Zadorov <laughs> taken just taken. for. I'm gonna che- I'm gonna cheer for you. Yeah. I'm gonna shoot fireworks off in the backyard for you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's gonna be like our Stanley Cup <laughs> this summer. Yeah, Zadorov shipped off to Seattle. Um, maybe I'll do a Twitter live for that and see how it goes. Yeah, for the expansion. Let's try it. Yeah. Let's, let's try it out. Let's get a lot. Let's get our, a couple of our listeners on with us. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, all right, guys. That's all that we got for you tonight. We'll be keeping you guys updated on Twitter and uh, Facebook. 
on you know what what we've got coming up what's going on and in, then in, in the nhl and uh in general this exciting time expansion draft free agency is coming up and there's a lot of movement and it's a great time to be a hockey fan can't wait to see what these teams look like next year when they're all reloaded and uh and guys are are in new places but that's all that we got for you guys tonight this is the tomahawk and we're out